well. This is Stinko on the Roadster uh, coming at you with our Traffic on the Twos. How are we looking out there? It's 11 o'clock, Stinko. Yeah, it's 11. Oh, well, it's, o, it's 02, though. That's what on the twos is. That, that we don't only do traffic once a day at 2 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> you know, know that... <laughs> I do not listen to radio, it turns out. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> What a, what a horrible radio duo those two are. <laughs> uh, Stinko, I'm not doing this. It's 11.07. <laughs> okay. But for real, folks, welcome to a new episode of Reboot Leggers, a comedy podcast. I'm your host, Scott Michael Owen. And I'm Frank Sarah. Frank doesn't have a middle name. He was not mm. uh, blessed like so many I don't of have us. a Christian name, no. I don't know. I think Frank is your Christian name. Your given oh, Christian name. I think your Christian name is. Is it well, your confirmation a pagan, name? A pagan name. The middle name. <laughs> the middle name is the name of the devil. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, then I don't. I don't have one of those uh, fancy middle names. Yeah. I'm not an esquire either. Nor am I, my friend. Speaking of distinguished gentlemen, uh-huh. um, we have a pretty fun topic today, Scott. Yeah. Uh, how many weeks ago was our young detective roundup? Um, a while. It was a little bit ago. Well, now we're coming back at you with the old detective roundup. Yeah, let's talk about this. So, um, let's, talk about, let's talk about the aged. Kids are not good at crimes. They're not good at most things. They're, they're, their unformed brains are, not, are just not very good at doing things. You need those lobes. Mm-hmm. You gotta have those lobes to be able to effectively solve the crimes. And also, I think there's, like... I think the reality is, you know, if a child solves a crime, is that admissible as evidence, as convicting evidence? Honestly, I don't, I don't think it is. Can't and if be. a child can solve your crime, you're a bad criminal. Yeah, but I mean, that's not the kid's fault. No, it's not the kid's fault. That's the adult's fault in that situation. But I think we could agree that the, the mysteries being solved can't be that interesting if a child is solving them. No, because it's like, who stole my bicycle? And then... It's like, okay, it's the person who's riding a bicycle that did not previously own a bicycle. They stole it. Although, I think we do... The, the villain we created for the Child Detective Roundup, that... Uh, pu- the Puzzler? Puzzle Master? Puzzler, yeah. Uh, he's a pretty uh, disturbing villain. Yeah, he's, he's kind of... He's got that voice about... Yeah, he's got that emotionless affect. I, uh, I don't care much for <laughs> Teletubbies. <laughs> that serial killer vibe. Yeah. Um, you're very um, good at that. <laughs> and, um, you know, years of practice. Uh-huh. Let's just, so, the, so, so. We'll just drop it. Um, a weirdly common theme of the 90s and 80s was a show, was TV shows in which the elderly assisted homicide detectives, like, in their spare time as not part of their normal job and the first one to do this was the classic murder she wrote starring angela lansbury and murder she wrote um she was a crime mystery author is, is that yeah she am, was, I, am she, I remembering she's that right? a mystery author um named jessica fletcher and so she she wrote a lot of murder mystery fiction And I guess that somehow qualified her to be called in as a consulting, like, amateur detective for the police force. I don't even know that she's a consultant. She just... She just is around. And solves the murders. She just, like, like, no one's gonna... 
politeness still mattered back then. Mm -hmm. So when she walked to the police station and like started making coffee and then said like, "Where are we at, boys?" Um, <laughs> Everyone just def just deferred. Yeah, to there the was elderly. really there was no way for her to be dismissed um, politely. So um, she just started helping them. Yeah, and then so the next show to carry on in that vein was uh, Matlock, starring Andy Griffith, who is no longer with us. So this, uh, we're going to have to get some technology in our reboot, but we'll get to that later. Mm -hmm. So Matt, uh, Matt They Locke, did it for Tupac, so I think we can re recreate yeah. old Andy Griffith. Um, so Matlock is a, he's a criminal defense lawyer named Ben Matlock. And his, th so he's a lawyer who also solves the crimes instead of like, which I feel like. Oh, that's like, not the way our justice system works, no, though. No, I, I feel like that's not allowed. I feel like the lawyer's not allowed to be the one who also like solves the crime. I don't know, though. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure, like, the identical show was, like, Perry Mason. Yeah. On, um, that was, like, the same thing. Yeah, Perry Mason was... I feel like Perry Mason was, like, the... much earlier, right? Yeah, I Perry think Mason it was, like, was in black I think and it was white, like, I think. I think it was, like, 50s, 60s. Yeah, so Matlock would identify the perks. Matlock was in color, though. And then he'd confront them in the courtroom scenes and get them mm -hmm. to confess in a in a fit of stress and. And that's rage. I'm pretty sure that that would be like uh there's something there's some legal stuff involving like new evidence being presented to both parties mm -hmm. and things like that. Um, I don't think any of those cases would legally hold up, but it was very entertaining. Yeah, and I guess Matlock's thing is he's actually usually usually defending the accused. And like proves oh. proves them innocent, and then like, he solves the real murder. Oh, he does double duty. Yeah, so he's a criminal defense lawyer, and he's defending so the person who's think... wrongly accused, and then he solves. So you're the real um. So Scott, you personally, I am not. Let you are. Let's say that you are accused for a string of of, of murders in which uh, people's dismembered limbs were were reattached in different configurations. Mm -hmm. Um, a la our puzzle maker. Purely now, based on the fact that my emotionless affectations. It's very good and it scares me and I'm glad we don't record in the same physical location. Um, and it's not my fault. Like, this is just how I talk and I'm just, so this let, is a let's prejudice. say that you're accused of a string of murders. Uh -huh. Um, and you hire a lawyer to defend you. Matlock is obviously not the public defense attorney. He's, he costs money. Um, oh, of course. You hire a lawyer to defend you. So the lawyer, um, does his job and he proves that you didn't do it. So then the lawyer spends, like, a lot of time finding the real guy that did it and getting him arrested, and then he charges you for all that time also. How do you feel? Because mm. he's not cheap. He might and to be, he, he might Once be you're cheap. off the hook, do, do you care? He might be cheap. He might, maybe he's a pro bono. If anyone's going to be a pro bono, I guess it's Matlock. It's, it's Andy Griffith, Benjamin Matlock. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't feel great if he does charge me. So, and it, let's let's talk about there's a third show that that carries on in this trend before we really get into the reboot. And that is my favorite of the three, Diagnosis Murder, which stars Dick Van Dyke as a uh medical doctor who solves crimes with the help of his son uh Steve. Steve. His son's in the show's name is Steve, but it's Bar Dick Van Dyke's real son, Barry Van Dyke. And he plays Steve, the homicide detective. And they um, solve crimes together, even though Dick Van Dyke, a.k.a. Mark Sloan, Dr. Mark Sloan, is just a... That's a good name. He, yeah, it's a good name. He's, he's just a, he's a doctor. And so I guess a few times they, like, call him in, you know, on, on consulting stuff for, like, 
how did this guy die or something but he's not like a police he's not like a coroner or like a like a he's just a doctor yeah and so i guess his son just comes to him like hey i i don't even know how this guy died and then old dicky's like hey but wait a minute let, let me look at those charts that's definitely legal so. yeah and so and this show is actually a spin-off of jake and the fat man which i only learned today Oh, that's a funny name for a program. Yeah, it's about a guy named Jake and his partner who was a fat man. Who was a fat man. Yeah. That's interesting. And um, Diagnosis Murder did cross over with Matlock at least once. Oh, yeah. Okay, here we go. Mat- here, Matlock's standard fee is 100 grand, usually paid up front. But if he, now, or his, okay. if he or his staff believe strongly enough in the innocence of the client, or if the client is unable to pay immediately, if at all, he has them pay over time or reduces the fee significantly or waives it entirely or... Albeit reluctantly in some cases. He also reluctantly takes a pro bono case occasionally. So, obviously, you don't have much going for you in that vein. So, Matlock charges you the flat... It's a one-size-fits-all hundo bomb, then. Yeah. So, no matter how much... <laughs> the hundo No matter bomb. how much work... No matter how much work Matlock needs to do, you threw him one-tenth of a million dollars. That's right. And that and... is that is the, the vernacular they use in the show. Like, in the meetings with Andy Griffith, they ask him... Uh, he says, well, of course, my standard rate is, is a, a hefty hundo bomb. And mm-hmm. it, is in, it is quite impressive that that makes it out of Andy Griffith's mouth with a straight face. And it's just, it's just a wonderful thing to so hear. So then the client drops the hundo bomb on mm-hmm. Matlock. Mm-hmm. And he just goes. That's it now. Mm-hmm. No matter how many man hours this requires, you're, you're good. Yeah, So then I guess going thing. back it's, to my original I- question then. If he took your hundo bomb and he got you off the hook and then apparently of his own volition went and solved the other murder, I guess it's no skin off your nose. You already paid. Yeah, well, he solves the other the, – the, he, he finds the real culprit as a way to prove your innocence. He kind of – he does go the extra mile. There, instead of just settling for reasonable doubt and getting you not convicted – He gets the real guy. He gets the real guy, which oh, isn't what I asked for. I kind of just asked to no, be acquitted. No, you just want – yeah. And I'm wondering, you don't even, you just need like, you just need, you know, one more jury member to say no than to say yes. Right. And I'm wondering why this is taking is so long, job. Ben. But so, so I feel, you know, we did the child detective roundup. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's time these three. And now what, 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 what's going to be refreshing, Scott? So the, these kid detectives, they had to make do. They were operating out of a garage. Mm-hmm. Um, they had to put up flyers. Their business was mostly word of mouth. These are going to be grown people with savings accounts and investment funds. Mm. These people are going to have resources. They're going to have they're going to be allowed to drive, Scott. Mm. If they need to go Wait, were our teen detectives not allowed to drive? They were teens. Some teens can drive. But maybe they can't all afford cars. Maybe they have to borrow their their mom's car. Well, if the they Hardy need boys a, three... have a tour bus. Look. <laughs> We didn't really cover that. We did. They're they're a rap duo. They have a tour bus. Oh, they're a rap duo with a tour bus. We don't need shenanigans Frank, to get these adults up and running. Do you even listen to the show? Do you even listen to our show? We can. I think we can talk about this after. Fine, uh, fine. But um, that is true. So maybe the three of them, Angela Lansbury, aka Jessica. Let's go through the names again. Her name is yeah, Jessica Fitz. Jessica. Jessica Fitz. Fletcher. Fletcher. Jessica Fletcher. Fletcher. Dr. Mark just, Sloan. She doesn't, you don't have to say the whole thing, though. It's just Jessica. Jessica, Dr. Mark Sloan, and Benjamin Matlock. Mm-hmm. Jessica, Mark, and Benny. Benny, Benny M. Um, mm-hmm. So, 
these are the these are the brain trust, right? These are the triumvirate. Mm-hmm. We have a do- we have a doctor, we have a lawyer, we have a crime expert. They're all retired. Yeah, I thought they were all already retired at the point of the show. No, 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 no. At the point of the show, they are all actively working. All right, so they all live in the same crime solver's retirement home. Well, I don't Is think they have I don't think I gotta be in a home. They're all very rich because you know one's a yeah. doctor, one's a New York Times. So they all live. Author. They all live in the same gated neighborhood in in Southern Florida. Okay, I was just Northern thinking, Florida. Maybe Northern Florida. Yeah. Okay. So they are all retired from both their day jobs yeah. and their. They're crime out of the business. Solving. They've washed their hands. But then a mur- a, a a puzzling Grizzly. murder happens in the gated community. <gasps> okay. Was your word choice intentional? It sure was. Because I like it. Because the, the young detectives could never actually nail him down. You see where I'm going with this. I love it. So then it, it's time for the greatest generation to step up again. That's right. That's One right. more time. The sextagenarians. I guess at this point they're probably... They're probably octo, yeah. You think they're octo? All right. I think they're octo now. All right, let me just confirm. See, I don't want to have to spend too much on a on a CG budget, so... I just need to confirm who is alive and st- and dead. Angela Dick- Lansbury is alive and ninety one. Dick Van Dyke is alive and ninety one. Uh, this is locking up. So we only need fake Matlock. Matlock died um, at eighty at age eighty six. All right. So there, yeah. So we can even we we can we can um we can do that like Avengers two Robert Downey Jr. smoothening on them and make mm-hmm. them go from ninety to eighty. Yeah. Do we get Ron Howard? To play Matlock's son. Is he Matlock's son in the in the Matlock show? He was Andy Griffith's son in the Andy Griffith show. His name was Opie. He was a young boy of eight. Okay. That um, would be a fun reference for the Andy I Griffith fans. I feel like he can... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Matlock can complain that his son, Opie, never calls him. <laughs> his, his son... It can't be Opie. It's gotta be, like, Oopie. It's gotta just... Otherwise, they're not gonna get the reference. His Scott. son, Dopey. It's got a his son, his dopey son, his dopey. He like stutters on it. My yeah, d- he stutters <laughs> on it. son. And so we'll, we'll get a Ron Howard cameo on the other end of the phone. But mm-hmm. that really this is this is about the competent aged people. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Benny, Jessica, and 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 Mark and the doc. They are and Marky Mark. And well, he's not old enough to be Marky Mark. Oh, Marky Mark is not Marky old Mark is not old enough. No, but now I do want him to make an appearance. But he doesn't have to. I I really want him to. I think we all do, but I mean, we'll see what happens. So they're all retired. A puzzling, a puzzling, a puzzling murder, murder a, yeah. occurs in their retirement home in. I think Northern Florida's fine. It's got to be warm enough. They have, their skin has to be warm enough to to be active. Well, so Doctor Doctor Mark Sloan, I know, lived in L.A. I think. It's so fast-paced, though, and they're so old. Yeah, that's true. They've all retired to Florida. That's fine. So then a, a very puzzling murder occurs, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they've obviously – so they have nothing – you know, they, really, they don't really have a ton to do all day. Mm-hmm. They're all they, – they're all used to this high-stakes, crime-focused lifestyle, right? Mm-hmm. And they're all bored. They're all so bored now. Yeah. So they, they watch the news, and they, and they read the papers – they're aware of the recent string of murders across the United States mm-hmm. by the puzzle maker. Mm-hmm. And they're all, they've been reading about the exploits of the young hotshot detectives that have been on his trail while performing rap concerts. Yeah, those 
to to just refresh everyone's memory, those kid detectives are uh, Encyclopedia Brown, his buddy Fangs, mm-hmm. uh, Nancy Drew, and those Hardy boys. Frank and Hardy boys. Frank and Scott Hardy. Frank and Scott Hardy. Yeah. Who everybody loves and are very good everybody at most. Everybody loves them and they have friends. They have a lot of friends and they are very attractive. Mm-hmm. Um. So they hear the exploits of these child detectives and they are like, "It's not a. It's the. It's more a, like it's a young man's game." Yeah, and then um, and then Mark. Mark seems like the one who would do this. He goes more like the Hard Lee boys. No. That's and a then, South Park joke. Yeah, we have that. Um, we have that. Uh, good back and forth. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's Mark. Mark's the Zingo man. Yeah, Mark. And he says, he says, um, boom, diagnosis. You you got murdered. You got murdered. That was actually so, his catchphrase in the original show, and we'll keep it around. Oh yeah. Okay. No, it wasn't. But it is now, though. Yeah. Because you said it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I like the idea of these core three, mm-hmm. but I think over time we can maybe fold in one or two sidekicks like, like Fangs. Oh yeah, and also Scott um, Bayo because he was a sidekick in Diagnosis you keep Murder. Not these people have to be. This is an old Detective Roundup, not not prime adult Detective Roundup. I'm just saying um, we could get Barry Barry Van Dyke. I was just thinking we. I was just thinking we have Magnum PI show up. That's what I'm getting at. Oh, dope! Because Tom Selleck's, you know. He's, he's he looks great, but you know. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, okay. seventy now. We bring in Magnum. Yeah, we're getting Magnum involved, and he has his Magnum that he always has, like in the show. Well, that's yeah, what they, that's what that's what they call him, Magnum. Oh, that's what he calls his gun. Yeah, well, his gun is a Magnum, a Magnum forty-four, right? Mm. And that's why he always he's always waving it around. That's what people call him, Magnum, because he always has it. And his name is Magnum. His name is literally Magnum. Yeah, but that's why he has a Magnum, and he and he's and he is a Magnum. And that's what they call his penis. Well, I wasn't going to go there, but I mean, I'm glad that, you know. Somebody had to. Yeah. So, puzzling he, he, murder. He's later, he's later, he's later. So do you think Magnum is already hot on the trail, and he's the one, like, this murder happens, and he shows up, and he's like, I've been investigating. Maybe he's the P.I. What? So he's a P.I., right? Are we he going, is a PI. So are we going television PI or real world PI? Because real world PIs basically only investigate cheating spouses and other things. Yeah, this is obviously going to be a television PI. It's going to have to be. Okay. Um. Oh, oh, no. We are going to do a real world PI, but do you want to know why? Mm. Because Magnum is retired from driving all crazy all over town. Mm. And now he's changed from doing TV PI work to real world PI work, where he just gets to sit in his car with a bag of donuts and watch and watch old ladies cheat on people. Man, bag of donuts. And old really men cheat on people. Yeah. Old individuals. Okay. Old individuals. But he, like the other three, Scott, he's so bored. He how about used- this? Frank, how about this? He he's hired to see if the the victim is cheating, right? So he is staking out the victim's house before they are a victim, obviously. That victim gets killed. He's found at the scene of the crime and falsely accused of this puzzling murder. Okay. And just like in the very classic Murder, She Wrote, Magnum P.I. crossover, Mm -hmm. it is up to Jessica 
to prove Magnum's innocence. <laughs> I forgot that was their crossover, was that he got falsely accused. Yeah. Well, it happened again. He's actually it kind of bad again. at his job. Darn it! And then that's the thing that these people, these people that are going to be watching this show, it's just like, just like Matlock's son, Da Opie. It's... Oh, that's comfortable. That's familiar. Yeah, just like this oh, is the yeah. formula. This is this, is, this they, is what we do. And and Jessica even says like again, Magnum. Yeah, and then Magnum Magnum can shrug and go like, oh, you know me, <laughs> but uh, he, and he's, he's he's holding his giant Magnum. Yeah, like his gun, not his penis. Limp, <laughs> limp wristed. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm doing it, and you're doing it, and we we agree with each other. Yeah. Okay, so he's been accused as being the puzzler in mm-hmm. the community that, uh... Yeah, let's keep it, um, what's, we need a name for an, a very elite, gated, for the retirement North community? Florida community. I think it's gonna be something like, um, like Sunset Hills. Okay. Something that evokes, like, a, a peaceful passing of, of life. Mm. How about peaceful passing okay yeah the community of peaceful passing <laughs> all of a sudden somebody, not very peaceful somebody anymore passes quite unpeacefully boom that's the tagline yeah so the the episode starts this is the the premiere the series premiere it starts like as a, an episode of magnum pi yeah he oh. is he's staking with like the theme song like the dun 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 well maybe not the theme song we do a cold open Okay, yeah, we'll do that. And he, um... and you don't know. So Magnum PI, as you remember, he was uh, he he lives in Hawaii, right? So the sun is shining. He's got a Hawaiian shirt on. You don't know yet that he's not in Hawaii. Yeah, and so he's there's some um a little bit of expo speak where he says something so that we are aware that he's now doing like divorce investigations, adulterous investigations. Yeah. Oh, I got it. He's on um he's on a modern cell phone. That's how you know it's the 2010s, uh, yes. right? And because he's But an he's old not man on an now. iPhone. He's on like a like like a 2002 Razer, yeah. even though it is 2017. Uh-huh. Um and he says like, "Yes, sir. Don't you worry. I'll um I'll, I'll... find out if if your wife's cheating on you." And then he 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 flips the phone down and he like looks at the uh, the pile of newspapers in his driver's seat in his passenger seat and he says like uh, I never should have. I, I. He's got to be gruffer. Hold on. He's like, I've, I never should have. I never should have retired from the good life. That's pretty good. I'm so, I'm so bored. He pulls, he pulls out some binoculars and he goes, I thought this would be cool, but it's only old people cheating and it's gross. <laughs> That's pretty good. And he says, just like he just, he, he can just say it. Like he's yeah. just like I, I'm, I'm so bored with this. I'm so bored with this new life. I wish I could do a sound, uh, a, a Tom Selleck impression, but I can't. His yeah, I can't. I just, I just gave up and went Billy Goat. Uh, hello, man. I wish I could get a. That's just that's just growly puzzle maker. Uh, hello. Okay, so um, Magnum is Magnum is very bored with his new life of catching unattractive people cheating. Yeah, so he's like on a stakeout in there eating his bag of delicious donuts. Mm-hmm. And, and it looks so good. And then um, he falls asleep, which is out of character for him. Like any any yeah, self-respecting it's... Magnum fan will realize, mm-hmm. like, mm, some 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 he never weird. sleeps. Something's weird about that. And when he He's wakes affected. up, when he wakes up, he is uh, on a he's sitting on a lazy boy inside the house he was staking out. And oh. 
at his feet are body parts and in his hand is a jigsaw and yes at, yes at the moment he wakes up he wakes up because there is a loud pounding on the door and then the door is broken down the cops rush in and um then he they're like we finally got you dirtbag we finally got you puzzle maker we've been tracking you all over the united states the young detectives couldn't quite pin you down. We gave it a kind of uh, pre, like up the series so far kind of update. Yeah, is this a crossover? As, as the, Are the young detectives going to show up in this episode? I feel like they got no, 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 no. This is a pure, pure in universe like sequel. Oh, crossover comes later. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he, he he points his gun at Magnum and he says, he says, "We finally caught you, Puzzle Maker. The young detectives group couldn't catch you. They've been chasing you all over the United States." But now we've got you here in northern Florida in the community of peaceful passing. (laughs) And then Angela Lansbury rushes in because she's the Mm -hmm. neighbor who called the police worried about her neighbor. And she goes, Magnum, why are you here? I wish I could do Angela Lansbury. And Magnum Magnum goes, Jessica. 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 It's got to be deep, but not like. Jessica. Oh. Uh, Jessica. Magnum, what are you doing here? Magnum. Magnum. Jessica, why? Magnum, what are you doing here? Jessica. No. Magnum. Hold on. Hold on. Magnum. Hold on. Jessica. I'll be Magnum. You be Jessica. Matt. Jessica. Magnum. Oh, my Matt. Oh, my Magnum. And then the cop says, ma'am, I'm going to need you to stay. Ma'am, I'm going to need you to stay outside, ma'am. Magnum, it looks like you got yourself into another one. Ma'am, I swear, please. Please, I, we need you outside the perimeter, ma'am. I don't know. I'm not do sure you, how you got in do here. Do you know who I am? Oh, um, excuse me, ma'am. He he, pull, he pulls his gun and like tips his hat because this is, is this, this is the South. No, I'm sorry, ma'am. Now uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna need to ask you. I'm gonna need to ask you to please step outside while, while, while I deal with the situation. Is that how and people talk in Florida? <laughs> Jessica is not phased by the body parts, by the way. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh she's goodness, another one. She goes, ma'am. Are you familiar with with the work of the puzzle maker? I thought I follow the news. And then Magnum uh, Magnum says something like, um, "Jessica, I need your help. I've been this is my client. I was hired to protect." And then she says, "Looks like I'm gonna have to call in my friends." And then the police officer's like, "Ma'am, is this man your friend?" And now she's turned into the old man pervert from Family Guy. Mm. Uh, I'm gonna have to dial that. <laughs> we, back. None of us have been exactly stellar. Um. And then the police officer says, ma'am, uh, do you know this man? And she says, she, she gives him a dismissive finger as she pulls out her phone and dials a number <laughs> and then split screen. Matlock and Mark. Matt, just, well, so first Matlock answers. Mark. Just first Matlock yeah. answers. He's like, oh, Jessica. And she says, Ben, I need you to get over here. Magnum's done it again. And then he says, all right. And she says, hang on, I'm going to call Mark. And then another split screen. So we've got like a three column and Dick Van Dyke answers. <laughs> Jessica is the only one that knows how to use any technology from after the year 2000, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. And they're both, and she's like, boys, it's time we come out of retirement here at Peaceful Passing in Northern Florida where we all live. Can you say the line about the, the peaceful, the peacing being un-, un- there's been a there's been a passing and it is not peaceful <laughs> okay <laughs> so um so then, the whole time then, the cop has his gun on on magnum and then and jessica finishes her phone call obviously and yeah, like now is able to and right after she delivers the line each 
um section of screen so that's you know split into three sections each one zooms in onto the face of the, per- of yeah, the caller. Yeah, just smash cuts over yeah. and over. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So then, I mean, so Magnum gets taken away. Yeah. Um, He's kept in lockup or... um, uh, Yeah, he's just put in, like, the drunk tank, basically. Huh? He's just, like, he's put in the drunk tank, basically. They're just going to hold him until... I think he's put in the drunk tank at first, but then because of... The and and the gated community has its own drunk tank. This is yeah, all within a, peaceful passing. It's a private passing. jail. This is a very gated community. Very very gated. They're basically a sovereign nation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, and it's not because they. It's not because they actually like. It's not because anyone tried to cut. It's just because no one wants to come in there. Yeah, and so this is you know the this is a perfect challenge for the puzzler. To get mm-hmm. into this high security area, but so because he gets put in the drunk tank, and um, Angela, Mark, and Benny are able to pull some strings to get him basically placed under house arrest in one of their homes. Yes. Um. So then we don't have to keep cutting back to the, to uh, the jail. Yeah. Yeah. We, just, we just get it over with. We all not, know he's gonna get out. He's it's not just, a good he, he scene. Out. It's not fun. We. I want to see. Yeah. I want to see Magnum in a in a in a casual robe, uh, mm-hmm. sipping mimosas with yeah, an ankle in monitor. the florida sun just waving his magnum everywhere yeah they don't yeah his, they do not his take gun, away his gun his they did not take away his gun yeah well he's they did like they put it in like an evidence bag but then when he got released like he he gets his gun back released into it's, house it's arrest property. but not regular he's still like technically yeah he's on he's on former military service arrest where like everyone still respects him and gives him what he wants mm-hmm. yeah okay so, uh, Magnum is being very chill, just chilling with his Magnum. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's confined to the house, so he has to kind of do, um, obviously, only Jessica owns a cell phone, um, so there's a lot of running back and forth to the house. No, 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 he gets, calls. one of them get, um, uh, he has... Oh, one Mark. of those jitterbug phones? No, <laughs> no, I was gonna say he plant. Jessica puts, like, a, a, a webcam or something, like a GoPro on... Uh, on one of Benny's suits, so that uh, Magnum can. Oh, just... Oh, Jessica's like modern. Yeah, Jessica, technology. Everything. Jessica has kept up. Je- yeah, okay, so Jessica's basically like a a le- functioning legs oracle at this point. Um, I'm sorry. Who? I said oracle. Legs oracle. Functioning legs oracle. 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 I thought like legs oracle was a person. <laughs> no, that's not a thing. <laughs> All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she has legs, and she can use them, and she also knows mm-hmm. how to use technology. And she monitors the situation. She is always hacking mainframes in this show. <laughs> oh, literally constantly. But here's the great part. Everyone's old, right? So hacking the mainframe every single time is just her, because of her, like, social outgoingness, knowing the name and birthday of their oldest child for the password. <laughs> when she's... So so she's oh, Mrs. Havisher... Well, that, that that's going to be uh, Benjamin82. Uh, and then, like, uh, a bit into the season, she's going to put their, uh, their oldest child's name, and that will be wrong. And she'll be like, oh, my goodness, this is a tough mm. one. And then it turns out to be, like, their, their mother's maiden the, name and their yeah. anniversary or something. Oh, that's so good. Um, so they, the puzzle makers, after, after in, he's still in Florida. He's still killing in this gated community. Yeah. And at some point, he's going to show up in um, the house that 
Magnum is staying in and like taunt him from the shadows while Magnum is like incapacitated or something. Yeah. Uh, he's going to be like, you, uh, do you, do you like my work, Thomas Magnum? And then Magnum's going to be like, start waving his Magnum because he can't see Puzzle Maker. Yeah. And he's, he's going to say, be careful. I've got, I have a, I know how to use my mag. I know how to, wait, what, what is his voice? One second. Um, I know how to use this. And he's just like waves around. And, and he like, begins to just fire indiscriminately, maybe. Yeah, I'm sure I, I'm well aware. And So then the, um, the trio comes back from, like, a good round of investigating. That was, mm-hmm. like, a camera B thing. Mm-hmm. And they um they come back, and the house is all shot up, and there's, like, broken lamps. And um it turns out the entire time Puzzle Maker wasn't even in the house, he had reverse hacked the webcam Ooh. and used the speaker to just taunt magnum he used the webcam to holographically project himself into the room because we're not gonna we're not above using tv technology yeah and so then he was just like he was like so fast and he was like everywhere at once and then he was like over in the closet and like magnum was just shooting the house up like so many bullets everywhere and these are like big honking magnum slugs right Mm -hmm. so they're like taking chunks out of the walls and stuff yeah it's and 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 He's, it's like panic, and like Magnum's losing it. Yeah, and um, then Doctor Mark Sloan gets there, and he's like, "I'm diagnosing this man with murder fever." And they're like, "What, Mark? That's not a thing." He's like, "I know." And then he, <laughs> and then he just immediately backs down. I know. He's actually just very stressed. <laughs> but it was. It's a. It's a nice. It's he's a nice zingo. relief. He's the we zingo. Really, he's the zingo. We really ham up like all the panic that's happening, yeah. and, like, and like Magnum like begins to clutch his chest, and then you think, oh, this is it. I mean, he's gonna have a heart attack. He's mm-hmm. seventy. Like he just had this traumatic episode, but he calms down thanks to the soothing presence of Z- Mark the Zingo. Mark Zingo Sloan. Doctor Mark Zingo Sloan. Doctor Mark Zingo Sloan. And he's like. <laughs> Ah, whatever. I know. I'm gonna go get a beer. You want one, Magnum? And he really shouldn't, but he accepts. Yeah, obviously. Um, and and Doctor Mark Sloan is always like smoking weed and drinking beer. Wait, so we? we, I don't. Do old people even know what marijuana is? Of course they know what marijuana is. They lived through the '60s. I don't know, man. They call it reefer, though. They call him reefer cigarettes. He's always on the. Re- he's always smoking the reefer cigarettes. Yeah, but okay. his. But because he's a doctor, he can get medical marijuana prescriptions. In Florida, okay, yeah, in Florida, no, no. Here's an even better thing. Florida weed's not legal, right? But in, 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 <laughs> in passing, what is the name of our passings? In peaceful passing, it is. And that's also peaceful passing is so built up and not messed with that. That's why, like, only one. It wasn't even a real police officer that showed up. It was a peaceful passing security guard yeah, internal. But he's effectively like a police force of people. He is passing. the entire police force by himself, though. There's going to be a few times where they have to get permits from the council. And the council is like the reigning elders who. The reigning elders. Yeah, yeah, the oldest elders. Mm-hmm. They're uh, so old, Scott. Um, and they don't listen to any of these young people. And to them, like, 80 is young. Yeah. And so I feel like we're going to need. Here's the pro. We're going to need to get some insane sponsorships for this frank because most of depends well yes similac we're gonna need a lot of money because the cgi budget to get ben matlock in every single scene is going to be very smoothening and the smoothening on the other actors is going to be pretty bad yeah okay so so let me i'm just going to google some stuff real quick list of things old list of brands 
Old people old brains. Old people. Bye. Um, Matlock will, I mean, uh, in one scene while under house arrest, Magnum will abs- will be watching The Price is Right. Oh, yeah. Like all, live on. Yeah. Whatever. With Drew Carey hosting. Yeah. And then they're watching, um, they're watching that game show premium channel called like Buzzer. That's like, it just does reruns of like the 1970s game shows. <laughs> He's like shouting at Ken Jennings. Yeah. <laughs> Which isn't uh, even on Buzzer doesn't show Jeopardy. He's he's shouting at Monty Hall. There you go. There we go. Um, so we're gonna get we're gonna get some NASCAR sponsorships. Uh, depends obviously. Insure. Um, that one life insurance company that always is ridiculous. Life Alert. Yeah, no, Life Alert for sure. But there's always that one where somebody Jessica's gonna have a Life Alert. Yes. She because but, she's so good at technology, she's like my my goddamn grandkids make me wear it. And and there's a she wears it, and every time she trips, she hits the button, and yeah. then she goes, and then she goes, she goes, "Hey, I've fallen, and I can get up, assholes." And she gets back up. She waits for the life alert personnel to arrive, yeah. and then she gets up and says, "I don't need you." <laughs> But and then it, but then it's a boy who cried wolf thing, right? And at the very end, Puzzle Maker's in the house. No, Jessica is out of bullets in all of the guns she had hidden in the house. She is mashing on that life alert. We cut to the life alert ambulance, and they go, "Oh, this this one again." Oh, Don't even Jessica. bother. Don't even bother, Jeffrey. All she's gonna do is yell at us, and then that's Magnum has to show up with his Magnum and 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 circle back from the thing before where now instead of panicking and firing into everything and he has one bullet left in his magnum mm-hmm. and he gets him but he only clips him because the puzzle maker has to die another day yeah there's gonna be the combined so he he wings him he wings mm-hmm. him one but it's enough to make him scamper off and he goes uh you, you've winged me in in the left shoulder where it is non-lethal and i must leave and then tom Selleck's like my my narrative cycle has has come back full circle. I panicked before, but I didn't now. Yeah. Obviously, the AARP sponsors the whole thing. Oh, for sure, the AARP. Also, um, what's that cell phone company that has the Jigger ads? Bug? No, not that's the, that's the cell phone itself. It's a it's a network, and the the commercials are always these two people out in their camper just roaming the U.S. Oh boy, I don't know what you're talking about. Boost Mobile. Yeah, it's Boost Mobile. Oh, they will also have a Nintendo Wii. Oh, yeah, sure. It's the easiest thing for the elderly to figure out. Yeah, they will have jitterbugs. Everyone but Angela will have jitterbugs because she is hip with it. Yeah, Angela's going to have a Galaxy S7, obviously. She's got Google Fi. Oh, she's on it with the Pixel XL for her, cause, I mean, the eyes still. Yeah, I mean, she's still, she can't get, you know, when she so pulls now out. We have, now, oh, we have that Google money. We can recreate Benny no problem. Oh, wow, the jitterbug yeah. looks cool now. Look at that. Yeah. Um, she pulls out her giant phone and she goes, I can't fight the ravages of time. Mm-hmm. And as she puts on a pair of lens crafter spectacles. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so they will Maybe catch. Maybe Pearl Vision. So uh, we've got to have a Matlock scene, obviously, and a. Yeah, Matlock and, Mar- and, and Mark have actually done nothing yet. Yeah, we got oh, Mar- to give them some. Mark made some zingos. Mark made some Mark zingos. made some zingos. But so Mark, we're going to have a scene where Mark diagnoses the cause of death even though it's very obvious the person has been chopped up. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, like, analyzes he the chops and the precisions. Um, but he, he, he does some psychoanalysis, too. He goes, the way, the way these limbs are cut, they've, they speak of a deep and powerful psychosis. Yeah. The yeah. man who cut these limbs was trying to solve something. Yeah. He was asking, he was asking a question. Yeah. 
<laughs> and then uh, we'll have a courtroom scene where Matlock has to defend Magnum. And he always, the judge is always like, what is the relevance of this? And he's like, now judge, bear with me. I just, I promise this is going somewhere. And the judge is like, all right, I'll allow it, but get to the point. And he's like, of course, your honor. Snap it up. And so then he will get off. And then the murder, the the life alert puzzler scene life will happen scene. at the end. Mm-hmm. And then they get a Skype call from the kid detectives from the tour bus. Oh, and then they, uh, they missed the first one because Jessica's... Jessica's like getting into a shirt that's not covered in blood. Yeah. Whoa. And then they so they they can't. They're like matching on the buttons. They accidentally <laughs> make a collect call to like Hong Kong. Yeah. Uh. So then it's dramatic, right? And then it, it starts again. And mm-hmm. they go, "Oh my God, is that Puzzle Maker? Is he going to taunt us again?" And then Jessica says, "Jessica comes and she. You do the voice better, but she says like." She answers um, it and she's she's like, "Oh, oh, we got a Skype call." Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my god. Hit me. Oh my god. What do you got? Oh my god. What Scott. Do you, what do you have for me? Scott. Scott. Frank. Tell her me. Gr- her granddaughter is Nancy Drew. Oh. And they're calling grandma for help. Completely unaware of the situation at hand. That's very good. I made a mistake and leaned towards my microphone when I shouted there. Oh my god. This is so good. No, her, okay. it's gotta be her grandniece because they got different last. Oh, yeah, I guess grand- she, no, she could be her granddaughter, but like she's the maternal granddaughter. granddaughter. Is fine, she's the it, maternal. Way, yeah, okay, that's fine. That's good. And that's where she inherited the the, the crime solving mm-hmm. genetically. Mm-hmm. Genetic crime solving. She goes, Aunt mm-hmm. Angela, I I hear you've had a run in with one of ours. She goes, Oh, and, Nancy. And then and then um, and then Matlock says, I'm here too. Mm-hmm. And Dick Dick Van Dyke is like. Hey, Magnum, you want to get another beer and have a reefer cigarette? And Magnum says, like, groovy. You're part of the family. You're part of the family yeah. now. And then so the, other ki- the, other, the other kids there on the Skype call are like, ha ha, oh, you. And then we, like, freeze frame pan out. Mm-hmm. Um, some, I mean, some, I, I think they have a little bit more of a discussion like that just to really. And then and, they and then, and then they pan back in and unfreeze. <laughs> and then they, we, we talk about the puzzler and how mm-hmm. we've been chasing him for months and we might be we've got a tour our, our tour is passing through your through uh peaceful Florida. passing mm-hmm. in uh in a couple in a couple months so may, we should stop in and compare notes and and, um, and angela mm-hmm. says why don't we compare notes right now we have the internet and, and then say, like and then he goes like well it's all on paper so like and then she and then they go oh you and then we <laughs> and then we pan out and freeze frame again and then it ends yeah and then, and then, yeah, the credits go. And then that's that's credits. Roll credits. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, are we good? I'm trying Did we to cover everything. I mean, that's a solid premiere. I can't imagine this show yeah. won't get ordered for an entire three season series at least. Yeah, and then the crossover movie. Now, where they let's actually just, link let's up. Just, let's address one um, potential glaring flaw: is we at the NBCW pride ourselves on the on the. The young tautness. The sculpted of our, of our, hotness of our, of, of our, our cast. cast. Okay, so why don't we, um, why don't we get our guy? why don't we get our guys talking to CBS's guys? Mm-hmm. This airs on CBS, but the crossover is in theaters. And it airs at, like, 11 a.m. on a weekday. Uh-huh, like, Wednesday, 11 a.m., like, yeah. prime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On CBS, we, we'll just take, you know, 40%. Yeah, that's fine. 40? Mm. I feel like we're doing most of the work we'll here. Take, well, we'll take 40% of 
100% and give it back to CBS. Okay. <laughs> I like that. I like that better. Um, yeah, and so this will be an ongoing thing. We'll get a lot of good mysteries. The puzzler will show up and we'll cross over with those baby detectives. Uh-huh. Oh, shit. We should do a baby detective roundup after and this. And then maybe they... um. Our original, our way back, our ALF detective show was a TV show too, right? Maybe some aliens show up at some point. Oh, yeah, they are going to cross right over with ALF. Oh, my God, Scott. We have to have a movie trilogy where every detective group on the NBC CW comes together and solves, like, a, a Legion of Doom crime. Did number seven, did number five solve crimes in Short did Circuit? Did number five solve crimes? I think he just tried to make out with girls yeah, in I think his it was just body. A, I think it was just a drama, if I recall. It was I just recall. a drama, I think, yeah. Okay, that's good, though. Oh, Animorphs. Oh, who are also old. They, oh, they oh the Frank. Old, yeah, the Oldomorphs team up with midway, uh, the passing... Midway through oh, we, the series, the old detectives become Morphos. Oh, my God, yes, they... Yes! And then they can fiercely travel the plains as very gray old, like, lionesses. Yeah, although the, this, I guess this is... Holy shit. If you recall, like... This spans the centuries. Well, yeah, and Animorphs is... Our Animorphs reboot is like a post-apocalypse. Does the, We reveal... Yeah. We re, There's a big <gasps> the, event... They come back in time. Peace... Terminator what? style. They have to stop the... Th- oh, the okay. I was thinking maybe Peaceful Passing is like the last refuge of civilization in the post-apocalypse. That's true, but then they come back in time to the current Peaceful Passing. Perfect. So we do an episode... We do an Animorphs episode later down mm-hmm. the road where they discover, like, they come across peaceful passings, and it's, mm-hmm. like, this big reveal where we show the sign, and everyone's like, what? And what? then they come back in time. Um, and they're ooh. like, oh, it's, it's, our jump, our jump was chrono right. Chrono right. Chrono right. Chrono, chrono, right. chrono correct. Yeah, you don't want to be chrono wrong. You do not. Oh, and, and they of have- course, the, 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 the YouTubers. Oh, man, I forgot about that. We have a lot of crime shows. We do. Maybe we should not do a crime show next week. Yeah, maybe next week won't be a crime show. I'm very excited about the giant... This is a very... This is a very good... I feel like we've now gone from trilogy to, like, to like septology. Yeah, this is huge. This is This is huge. big. This is, this is DCU level Because you can't huge. combine them all in one movie. You have to add one per movie. Well, and if we're doing it's movies, if, if we're doing movies, I feel like, see, here's the thing. If we're doing movies, you got the obvious com- uh, crossover is also into the DCU. Oh, okay, yeah. So we get, um, so that's the what... DCU takes a break from their, from their one movie a year kind of rotation. Mm-hmm. And we do like a, uh, like, like a, like, like a winter release type thing mm. where, um, you know, they all show up. Here's what I'm thinking. It's mostly crossover TV episodes for these series, mm-hmm. and then at Just some point... Just back and forth hour-long specials. Right, and then at some point we will cross over into the DCU. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it'll be good. Oh, we will. Oh, God, this is gonna be such a good setup. We, get, we, gotta, we, we gotta get... We gotta hire more writers, I think. I don't know. I think you and I can take it. We're doing pretty good so far. Yeah, we are. Not to toot our own horn. To toot. Toot, toot, but you know, toot toot. toot, 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 that's right, all right, well, I mean, let's, let's, let's wrap this up before we take yeah, it too far, going. as if that's a thing, so let's, let's go ahead and cut it, print it, let's ship print it. it, we'll ship it, we'll put it in a pizza pouch, put it in that pizza pouch, pizza all pouch, right. everybody, thank you so much for listening, as always, we really appreciate if you'd give us a rating on iTunes, uh, subscribe, 
there also. Uh, tell your friends, tweet about it, tweet at us at Rebootleggers. Um, you know, send us suggestions for reboots. We already did a one fan suggestion. suggestion a while ago. That was fun. Uh, we'd love to get another one. Uh, hey, Ned, how you doing? What's up, Ned? Um, well, until next time, I'm Scott Owen. And I'm Frank Sarah. Frank, what's our password this week? Our password this week is Oh My Lumbago. <laughs> what is it? Is-